You can worry if you want to. You can cry if you are scared. You can direct all your energy at being more prepared for a journey that had started so very long ago. Or you can focus on the learning and let your spirit grow. You can focus on the learning. Your spirit grow. Welcome to Love Is the Power podcast, where we explore as a group ways to end suffering, mostly through a process called the work of Byron Katie also guided meditations with the um, purpose of supporting direct experience of the truth of who we are, which is already free of all suffering. And for me, after 20 plus years practicing the work daily, uh, came to realize that the work is love in action, applying love to every situation, circumstance, experience of our life. Thank you so much for listening and welcome. And if you ever want to join live, we meet every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific time. The details are on the podcast of how to join. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome, unlimited beings of light and love. Hi, everybody. So, allow, allow the body to find a comfortable position. Notice how you have no idea how, how, you, how you just did that. just for fun. So let's do it again. And just allow, actually this time, notice if there's any tension in the body. And consciously allow the body to relax that tension, to let go. And notice again how you don't actually know how you do that. You just do it. And now, turn your attention, (coughs) 
turn your attention to this presence within that has the ability to hear. Has the ability to hear through the physical ears. And also has the ability to hear the sound of your voice in your head, the thinking. Same presence. Is effortlessly, naturally aware. Notice how this effortless presence of awareness is also open, wide open. And you could think, one way you could think of this natural effortless openness of awareness is that it's like the perfect student. It's open to receiving anything and everything. I was going to read a quote from Katie or paragraph from Katie's book, A Mind at Home with Itself, from page 96. So, according to Katie, <clears throat> when the mind begins inquiry as a practice, it learns as a student of itself, that everything is for it. Everything adds to it, enlightens it, nourishes it, reveals it. Nothing is or ever was 
against it. Nothing is or ever was against it. This is a mind that has grown beyond opposites. It's, it's no longer split. It keeps opening because it's living out of a fearless, undefended state. And it's eager for knowledge. It realizes that it is everything. So it learns to exclude nothing, to welcome it all. There is nothing gentler than open-mindedness. Because I don't oppose, it's not possible that someone will oppose me. People cannot oppose anything but their own thinking. When there's no opposition, the chaotic mind hears itself. It notices that the only opposition is its own. As a meditation, let's do a group inquiry, um, popcorn style. And, uh, if you're not familiar with popcorn style, it's we'll just do a traditional the work inquiry, and um, and when an answer comes to you, you just share it with the group if if you're inclined, and of course, no one has to share. And the thought. Actually, Jess, I see your hands up. Is it um, is it related to the quote or? Okay. No, it's for later if you're. Related to your life? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let, let's do a little popcorn style and then we'll probably have plenty of time. So... Uh, just to follow along with the quote, the, so the, the thought we'll work on together is um, this, that, the other, something, anything in this whole creation is against me. But it can be something specific. But just begin to scan your life and just notice when you a moment where you had that experience where it felt like someone or something, some circumstance was against you. So take a moment to see what shows up. Okay, so now sit with the concept, this, whatever this is, whatever has come to you, is against me, or they are against me, or 
it is against me. You know, and, and it can be the body too, body thing, body issues. Um, just it can be anything that you experience as opposed to you, against you. So it's against me. They are against me. She's against me. He's against me. He's in my way, blocking me, opposed to me. But to really get in touch with this concept, whatever phrasing is good for you. <clears throat> Introduce the question, is it true? He, she, they, it is against me. Is that true? Yes. No. Yes. Yep. Yes. No. Yes. against me. Do you absolutely know that that's true? No. 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 Just joined. We're doing a popcorn inquiry on the thought they, he, she, it is against me. We're just sitting with question number two. Can you absolutely know that that's true? Yes. Yes.
So I love question two. So if your answer is no, all you're letting in is I don't know for sure. That's it. And if your answer is yes, just feel it. Yes, I know 100% for sure. That's against me. So now when we move to question number three, we're done with whether it's true or not. That line of inquiry, that meditation's over, done. And now we're just looking at becoming very aware of how you're affected by when you believe this concept that they, them, it, he, she is against me. So we're just working at really feeling, really experiencing the belief itself. So how do you react? What happens? when you believe he, she, it is against me. So Tom, I noticed that I'm questioning what the word against means. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, when you're sitting with it, when you were sitting with, is it true? And can you absolutely know that it's true? Yeah. Uh huh. I noticed my mind doesn't quite realize it knows what that means. Uh huh. It's like opposed, uh, in the way, uh, thwarting me, holding me back, keeping me down, against me. Uh, okay. But, you know, sometimes, and in, 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 is it true, um, it, sometimes it can lose its meaning completely. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I don't know if that happened or if you just weren't connecting with the concept. But, but sometimes on is it true, all of a sudden... Yeah, it's a it's little like, bit of both. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm yeah. also kind of wondering, kind of like seeing, like physically against, physically opposed uh -huh. as well, questioning that as well. Yeah. Yeah, but again, it's to, to begin by putting yourself through memory, or it could be current, um, where you could tell you're you're experiencing the, this person or the situation, circumstance, as a, against you. you know, it's just to, to start from a, an experience where you can tell, yeah, I, I'm, I'm believing this is against me. It's in my way. It's opposing me. It's, right. it's not for me. It's against me. I guess yeah. in my mind, also I'm noticing is the definition of against is like not wanting well-being for me. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's what, that's the concept for you. Yeah. Not wanting well-being for me. 
But, you know, again, you want to find a situation or a circumstance where you can tell. I was believing that. Yeah. No, I got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah, so how do you react? What happens when you believe they don't want well-being for me? They're against me. They're opposed to me. They're in the way. They're holding me down, holding me back. They're against me. How do you react? What happens when you really believe this story? I get angry. I feel like I've been called into a fight to fight back. Depressed. You look for proof. Lost in images. They're an enemy. Experience a lot of resistance in my body. I don't trust myself or anyone. I feel righteous. I got this sick, heavy feeling uh, around my um, sternum, uh, stomach. I feel I feel guilty of wrongdoing. I give up when I tell myself this is really hard. I feel like a victim. I notice a lot of defense and justification um, happening in my head, a lot of compulsive thinking. There is anger. Hopelessness. Resentment. Feels like rightful anger. Right, rightful anger. So like righteous anger. Yeah. 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 And just notice how there's a certain pleasure in righteous anger. You know, there's a certain like, oh yeah, I am right to be angry. I can just finally let all this anger out. Huh. <laughs> I'm also looking for sides, like who's on my side, who's against me, like everyone yeah, feels like a potential threat. I 
can decide between two situations. So one, I feel defeated and one, I feel like I want to go to war. I look for strategies or ways around it. Like I'm going to beat this. After all I've done. Yeah, all the hard work I put in. All the hard work I put in was for nothing. Uh, just to tag on from that, and then I see all the hard work that I'm going to have to put in in the future, and I just slump. It's like, oh, no, here we go again. I feel really defensive. I followed the rules. I, I did everything right, and here I am. I feel I feel powerless and suffocated. Uh, every time this thought, like I believe it, it's like there's tension. It's uncomfortable, but it's like automatic tension. Sometimes I feel rather alive. I compare myself to others and wonder why is it not holding them back? What's wrong with me? I feel paralyzed. Uh, just taking on from Deborah, I um I feel the opposite. It's like when are they going to get it? Just when are they going to get it? I'm so over you guys. I feel like life has stopped and is at a standstill and I'm stuck. I kind of feel like, why bother? You know, if, if everything's against me, why even bother? I feel like an obligation is created for me to care about this thing that's against me, even if I don't care. There's violence that comes with it and like wanting to contain that. I feel like I turn that violence towards myself and become small. So instead of feeling like I want to fight first or have strength, I, I feel small. I feel like I disconnect from my power, any self-confidence and that I don't belong. You know, I kind of go to this very kid place.
I feel angry. I resonate with everything everybody else has said so far. It's against life's against they are against each so now see if there's something you like about believing this story. I don't have to do anything about it. Oh. It it explains why I'm not getting what I want. And I know what to do about it. What came up for me was I want it my way. I'm going to enjoy putting them in their place. <laughs> It doesn't matter if I fail because they're against me. Mm. I can yeah. proclaim that I've been wrongly treated. <laughs> I'm right. And, and I feel really good about being right. <laughs> are strange creatures, aren't we? I actually feel really sad about letting go of the idea of not, you know, the right thing. I get a lot out of that. Yeah. It, De uh, Debbie, does it feel linked to winning and losing? Yeah. 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 How it came up for me was like, you were, you, you did this to me and I feel violent towards you, but I'm not going to act out on it. So I'm, I'm better. I'm superior. <laughs> I'm, I'm so superior. I like blaming others for whatever happens. Of course, if it goes good, I'm going to take the credit. And I am so going to show you up. If only they have medals for this. <laughs> yeah, it's like milking out a sense of injustice. This is really comfortable and safe. Oh. And I'm not going to surrender. Not going to happen. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm willing to go for eternity. Yep. I am not losing here. Mm. I see how it um it makes me feel like I know what's going on, and I'd rather name that something is opposing me or against me than open to the 
to all the unknowing unknownness of people and events and situations. So I like it for how it makes me feel like I'm in control that I know what's going on. It's got to be somebody's fault and it's not mine. I noticed that I'm getting an, I get a charge out of fuck you. And uh-huh. there's some, there's some pleasure in that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God. It feels so good to get a little road rage. Fuck you. It feels powerful. I'm getting the sense of like it's it's hard to explain, but it like makes me relevant. It proves that I oh. exist somehow. Like uh-huh. yeah. in, in existence. This goes in with the unknown piece, but it's like I get to keep some sense of control even though it's painful. Right. When it's in relation to other people, it solidifies my identity mm-hmm. after I'm finished with you you won't ever want to take me on again <laughs> yeah that's what makes me safe hmm it holds up my religion. Which is. This is how it is. This is how it should be. Always against me. It's not going to work. Shit doesn't work out. Nope. Love isn't enough. People say oh, shit they don't mean. Always so. Okay, so now let's flip back over to the other side. I don't have to take responsibility. Uh-huh, yeah. So now let's flip back to the other side and notice what you don't like about believing this thought. They are against me. He, she is against me. It's against me. I feel dependent on this person. Makes me feel paranoid. I feel I feel cornered and confused. I don't like the tension that my body creates. It robs me of life. Um, I really feel out of control. I saw, like others said, that I feel I have a sense of control, but I really, really feel out of control, and I can't stand that feeling. I feel powerless and trapped. I feel endangered, like I'm in fight or flight mode. 
I feel separate. So fearful. Yeah, I feel like I'm in trouble. I don't like that feeling. Yeah, it's not safe. It's a lot of effort required to go against it. And I don't like that I I can't see any good when I think that they're against me. I, I can't see the good in them. I can't see the good in me. I'm just, um, the self-condemnation is so heavy. I feel like, Go ahead, okay, I, I feel like I'm compelled to always forecast the future. I feel hijacked, like my focus or the spotlight has to move to that thing, that object. It's a lot of pressure. It's all on me. It limits the options and possibilities I can see. Damn, this thing is still niggling away at me. I feel powerless. I'll never get over this. I don't like feeling like a victim. It's interesting as sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. There's a real addictive quality to this thought for me. A lot of compulsions come up and uh, compulsive thinking and thinking I know what's going to happen. I know what happened. I know what's happening. I can't stand that. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that I turn it against myself. I, I start to like act out or do things that don't feel good. I don't like how now, tight my shoulders are. Now, notice again how everything you're sharing is not coming from the situation or the person. To see very clearly, oh, this is what happens when I believe this thought. This is coming directly from the belief, not the situation, not the person. So now, as best you can, Allow yourself to be without this belief that it's against me, they are against me, life's against me. Sometimes it can help to, to like experience yourself as if no one ever even introduced the concept of against you. That concept was never even introduced to you. You're, it's gone completely.
And who would you be? What would you be in the same situation without this story? Innocent. It's like an overflow, just like love pouring in from everywhere. Uh, without the belief that life is against me, I'm simply experiencing life instead the story of life. <laughs> When you ask, there is the surrender and open. Tom, I notice fear that if it that without it to protect me, that um whatever's against me i'll be i'll be extra vulnerable to it without the story projecting future self what's that that's the mind projecting a future without the thought absolutely yeah so just notice how that's not the actual experience without the thought. It's yeah. The mind's projection of what will happen, what it's going to be like without the thought. Yeah. You know, and, and so it's like, you know, thank you, mind, for, you know, trying to be helpful. Well, it and, also goes back into the past and pulls out stuff and says, see, that's why you need this. Yeah. So both, neither one, past or future, is actually experiencing what you are without the belief. Yeah. yeah. It's just to notice, oh, okay. You know, again, mind, thanks for, you know, trying <laughs> to be helpful here. That, that, that's not the meditation. The meditation right now is as best I can to experience what I am without the story. I'm part of. Mm. Welcoming and gracious. Pure love. I am amused and it brings a smile back to my face. <laughs> brings forth a lot of curiosity. I'm open to understand. Open to receive. Yeah, I can hear what they're saying. I can really listen. 
open to what it's teaching me. And I feel childlike. I feel safe, like I don't need protection. And there's no blame. The urge to defend dissolves. Suddenly, people are friendly. I'm not that interested in the person. I'm having a hard time with this one. What May just said was as close to what I'm coming to, but it seems inconceivable for me to experience who and what I am without the thought that they're, that they're against me. It's, I just, it seems inconceivable, inconceivable. Could I share what I saw? Um, this person that I felt was against me, I was imagining their face, which I haven't been liking very much, especially when I believe that thought. And then I imagined the face of someone who I consider a friend, but not very close, almost like a friendly, neutral person. And I imagined if that was the face of this same person that I'm disturbed by. And I was like, oh, that would be just fine. <laughs> I feel an acceptance. So that idea of less interested in the other person and all the things that either I don't like about them or that I'm feeling insecure and unplugged for myself. I feel like everyone can just be who they are, including myself. And I also smile. I just don't give a shit as much. Yeah, I, I lose my victim identity. It's such a relief. And I also don't feel like I need to rub my existence in their face either, which is awesome. There's no need to prove anything. Okay, so now let's bring the thought back in. They're against me. It's against me. Life's against me. And just notice if there's any interest left in believing this story. I noticed some agitation still, but I think that's a long habit. Uh -huh. 
cat. I'm interested. Yeah. I was pretty interested and even um, excited the first time around, but I'm tired now. Uh-huh. Yeah, so then as best you can, just like fully feel believing they're against me, it's against me, life's against me. Best you can, just fully, fully feel it, experience it. As if, as if it might be the last time you ever get to really, really feel it. They're against me. It's against me. Life's against me. It feels awful. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I don't deserve to exist. Angry at God. That's who I want to say fuck you to. Yeah, to, to that, it's almost like a hell state. Like I can see how it blocks what was available to me without it. Like with the thought, I can't see. And then without it, I can see. Okay, so now allow yourself to be without this story. They're against me, it's against me. Completely free of this story. But just notice what your being, what your presence is like. Without this story, it's against me, they're against me. Very present. It's like I immediately get thrown back into myself and I'm looking through my eyes without this thought. Grateful. I can more accurately assess if I'm getting value out of that space when I'm not caught up in the story about this person. Joy, joy, joy. Feel kind. I'm more willing to go after what I want. I'm more willing to take risks. I just feel unimportant in a really nice way. 
um, I'm elevated from the hell state into a heavenly state. Feel really you know, with me, <laughs> like with my heart of hearts, I'm with you. Everything is as it should be. There's a humility and openness to learning from the person. I notice I like the people that I'm no longer judging. It shows me the value of this moment. I'm really energized and really sense the, the more the three-dimensional uh, aspects of life around me than within me. I don't wish for the other person to suffer. There's an ease. Okay, so let's go back in. They're against me. It's against me. She's against me. He's against me. And check again to see, see if there's any interest in living this story. They're against me. Life's against me. I noticed a little bit of interest, but then when I went there, I thought, oh, this is really crappy. Um, this is the first time in a long time I feel so much more comfortable in question three than question four. Without the thought in question four, I just felt a tremendous alone, aloneness, like totally just with myself, by myself, for myself, in myself. But it, it wasn't like all your smiling faces. It was like, it was like separation. It, if without the thought that you're against me or they're against me, I just feel totally, I guess alone with myself in the universe and when i believe the thought they're against me 
I feel more connected. So that's uh, every story gives us uh, a, a false sense of connection. And that's part of why we hold on to it because we don't want to meet this vast, empty aloneness. We don't want to meet, you said? Yeah, we don't want to meet it. We don't want to face it. We don't want to call its bluff. The only way to call its bluff is allowing it, going into it, questioning all the stories about it that won't allow you to really go into this complete aloneness. Aw, Tom, that makes me think that the reason this woman said such unkind things to me is because she didn't want to feel alone. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, uh, um, it's all these stories give us a very strong negative connection with life, with everyone around us. We really believe there's without that there's 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 no no connection. But Katie says that we've never really met anybody, and I, I yeah. And she also talks about connection as an inner experience. There's no way you cannot be connected. But there's something so alone and lonely in that for me right now. Exactly, and so you've been running from this. Probably your whole life. So as best you can, welcome being alone. Yeah, so now turn it around. This is for me. They are for me. Life is for me. He, she is for me. Really, really contemplate. Really consider how, how might this be true? This situation, this person is for me, not against me. When I contemplate that, I see all this evidence of it being true, just like when I thought the reverse, I saw all kinds of evidence that it was true. You know, um, it's making me appreciate the things that I took for granted, and it's giving me everything that I was looking for. Wow. I am, I am seeing all these seeming difficulties as grace. Hmm. She helps me to stop hiding from my pain. Mm. Well, she's my sister, so she can't be against me. 
really interesting because in number three, it's like there's a lot of violence, but I don't want to be violent externally. And then in number four, there's the experience, like the second time around, there was the experience of kindness, genuine kindness. And um, so like that's what that that's what came up for me. It's like pushing me into yeah. genuine kindness. Oh, it's so for me. Pushing me into real genuine kindness. My heart's desire. If I can forgive this person, there's no way that I'm not forgivable. Really? Are you going to really allow this person to take away that joy? Mm -hmm. Really? And actually, it's uh, really? Are you going to allow this story to take away that joy? Oh, brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> this person actually helped me change my life dramatically. And this was the first time I've seen her in months. And I wasn't comfortable enough to even turn my camera on. And now I just feel thankful. When I believe that uh, life is not against me, it's actually for me. It allows me to see what I've been doing. Bill, could you say more? Well, when I stop pointing the finger at everybody else, I see how I've been reacting to my beliefs, my thoughts, my feelings, my stories. It, it, it's a it's a little hard to swallow, but it's also kind of deep too. Yeah, it's like really intimate and kind of humiliating and uncomfortable and sweet and messy and amazing. <laughs> Where my mind goes is, is like when I believe the thought, I miss what's being given from the thing that I think is against me. of playing with this self-blame like i'm seeing kind of what you were saying though like wow like i really really have created all of this for myself and that's hard to take this turnaround seems so radical and yet it it brings everything that I've been ever wanting. It's like all of a sudden I belong. All of a sudden life and life wants me to succeed, not being against me. I 
had an image of like a little kid throwing a tantrum and that's what I am with the thought. <laughs> and then like the mother, like just, it's like you can have a tantrum, but this is not good for you. And then I also remembered that one quote or story, I don't, when he eats the apples to spit the... To throw up, throw up the snake. Yeah. yeah. I get to see just just how how unconditional is your love? How unconditional you claim it to be? This is mm -hmm. the test. That's so true what Lindsay just said, because I noticed this resistance to seeing this person as beautiful, because there's a sense that if I see her as beautiful, then she won and I lost. I'm going to go there. Yep, that's one of my favorite number sixes. I'm willing, I look forward to losing in every interaction. You know, Tom, you gave me that turnaround before, but I guess I didn't really take it all the way. <laughs> well, you know, this winning and losing, it's, it's, a, it's a sticky one. That's why it's always, for me, it's always good to go to really feeling, experiencing what it's like when I don't ever want to lose to this person. What, what's it actually like holding on to that position? I don't ever want to lose to this person. It's the same thing as the belief we've been working on. It's, it's the yeah. same feeling. Yeah, and, and it's like I'm dependent. Somebody had said, said it so clearly oh i believe this thought i'm dependent i'm a slave they have the power i'm a slave i'm, I'm a dependent i don't ever want to lose and really feeling that is can be what opens us to genuinely being willing even looking forward every interaction plus when you begin to begin to realize oh losing open to losing is the fast track to dissolving the ego yeah like who is it that wants to win that's funny yep I'm noticing that um, with the thought, it's like I'm taking um, I'm taking ownership for moving my hand and knowing how that's happening. And without the thought, it's like acknowledging that I don't know how it's all happening. And <laughs> without without the story, or yeah, with the turnaround that life is happening for me. It's kind of, oh, yeah, it, it feels more like the, I don't really know what's going on here and how it all works. And there's something very comforting in not having to pretend like I know what the right thing is to be happening for me. And 
<laughs> yeah, to piggyback off of what uh, Caroline just said, it's like I had this idea of what my life should look like and how it's supposed to go. And then life is constantly showing me what to do next, but <laughs> not awake to it because I have the thought. But with, without the thought, it's like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do next. Like, stop fighting it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Caroline. There's something very comfortable in not knowing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm going to read, um, <laughs> read a paragraph again from Katie. When the mind begins inquiry as a practice, it learns as a student of itself that everything is for it. Everything adds to it, enlightens it, nourishes it, reveals it. Nothing is or ever was against it. This is a mind that has grown beyond opposites. It's no longer split. It keeps opening because it's living out of a fearless, undefended state. And it's eager for knowledge. It realizes that it is everything. So it learns to exclude nothing, to welcome it all. There's nothing gentler than open-mindedness. Because I don't oppose, it's not possible that someone will oppose me. People cannot oppose anything but their own thinking. When there's no opposition, the chaotic mind hears itself. It notices that the only opposition is its own. Okay, beloved friends. <laughs> Thank you so much for gathering and sharing your beautiful selves and, and supporting each other and lightening our world so, thank you and, um, yeah that's it okay thanks everybody ciao, ciao. Bye -bye. thanks everybody thank you thank you thank you the views and opinions expressed on the love is the power podcast are those of the individual speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Byron Katie, nor the intent of her self-inquiry method known as the work. If you wish to know more about the work of Byron Katie, go to thework.com. And if you wish to know more about Tom, please visit theworkwithtom.com. Life is lived in lessons, each lesson's got its theme. They keep circling back for you until you start to see Where you forgot you were connected with everything It's okay, we all do it too, it just takes remembering It's okay, we all do it too, it just takes remembering that love is what we're all here for.
It's the only score we're keeping, so settle yours. Love is what we're all here for. It's the only score we're keeping, so settle yours. You can do all of the things, you can play all of the parts. You can make a mess of everything or score off all the charts. But when you reach the end and you think that you have died, you will do it all again. You will do Satisfied.